It was a blessing yesterday to be able to preach on 1 John chapter 3. What a beautiful gospel text this is, a word of promise from God that we belong to God, that we are God's children. But there was a little piece of this text that I didn't necessarily preach on, but that just caught me. And I wonder if it'll catch you a little bit too. It's just one verse. 1 John chapter 3, verse 3 says this, All who have this hope in him, in Christ, purify themselves just as he is pure. All who have this hope purify themselves just as Christ is pure. I've never thought of purity connected with hope. You know, I grew up in a community that was definitely, uh, especially in my household, really steeped in this understanding that uh, that we are saved by grace through faith and not by our works. In other words, it's not what we do, but what Christ does that saves us. And if you've been going to our church for one single Sunday even, or if you've been going there all your life, I hope that that is absolutely ingrained in you as well. It's it's sunk into your bones. That's really a central understanding in our faith, that we receive this gift of God, this gift of righteousness and salvation and forgiveness of sins uh, through, uh, through faith in Jesus Christ. It's a gift. It's grace. Well, that's kind of how I saw this as well, because I also grew up in a community where, man, it was really important what you did and didn't do. And it was a small town and everybody kind of knew a little bit what everybody else was doing. In fact, I remember I got pulled over for speeding a couple of times as a teenager, and I didn't care at all about the ticket that I was going to have to pay. What I really cared about was that my name would be in the paper. Yes, our newspaper used to do that. Print the names of the people who were arrested. Print the names of the people who were pulled over. My goodness, I hope they don't do that anymore. It's just a really awful kind of shaming thing. But that was what I was worried about, that that would reflect poorly on my father and on my family, that my name was in the paper for doing something so terrible as going 62 in a 55. (laughs) But uh, that was a little bit of the environment too. I also kind of joke about the small town I grew up in, and it was a wonderful place to grow up, but but it was, um, I joke about it in saying that it was, that it was a town where nobody drank, but there were, for some reason, uh, 38 bars in our kind of surrounding town and area. So, um, so that uh, that kind of piety and that purity that was that was sort of on the surface sometimes held some secrets, I think, underneath. But to think that that hope is the center of being purified, that that it's hope, hope in Christ, hope that we will see Christ, that we will be like Him, that we'll be be raised to new life with Him, that we are. Uh, that our sin is buried in him and that we're raised to new life in this Easter season. I just thought that was a profound word and I wanted to share it with you today and I hope it strikes you as as, as gospel as much as it does me. Um, certainly that is the source of of how we live and uh, and why we live the way we do, not out of some just out of some duty or some you know sense of just simple responsibility or, something that we should do, but something we we get to do because we have hope. Uh, And so I pray that you would have and hold on to, especially in this time of pandemic and uncertainty and, you know, kids going back to school and all that's just kind of surrounding us these days, that you would hold on to hope in Christ who gives us life and love and forgiveness and salvation.
Amen.